2 Kings chapter 25 is a defining moment for God's people. It's the exile. After a series of progressively worse kings in the northern kingdom of Israel, God had them carried away into captivity. And now, about a hundred years later, southern Judah has fallen into the same sins and finds Babylon breaking down the doors. This wasn't the first time Babylon has come up to besiege Jerusalem. Just prior to this, in 2 Kings 24, 10-17, we read that Judah, full of idolatry, is being punished by God through Babylon. The king Jehoiachin, he's captured and he's taken as a prisoner, and his uncle Zedekiah is installed as king in his place. He eventually rebels against Babylon, and so Nebuchadnezzar, once again, ruler of the Babylonian Empire, comes to take him out. We read in the first three verses of chapter 25 that Israel was besieged for two years. The resulting famine is so severe that there's no food in the city or in the land. Not long after that, the Babylonians breach the city walls. And instead of fighting, King Zedekiah and the army run away, abandoning the city, the people, and the temple of God. But the Babylonians, also called the Chaldeans in some translations, they capture Zedekiah. And in verse 7, we're told that they slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes and put out the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in chains and took him to Babylon. The last thing the king of Israel sees are his own children being slaughtered by the enemy. And so the tragedies just keep rolling in. Every great house in Jerusalem is burned, including the house of God. The people are taken into captivity and led away to Babylon. They loot the temple of God. They put the influential leaders to death. And there's this brief moment of hope when Gedaliah is made governor. He makes a few appearances in the book of Jeremiah as a godly man. But pretty soon, he's assassinated. And now the nation of Israel is left scattered among the nations. God's temple is in ruins. David's dynasty is enslaved to a foreign power. And the promised land is left devastated. From the perspective of the Israelites, this was the unthinkable tragedy. God has promised so much, why has it all been taken away? The promised land is far away now. The countless descendants of Abraham are slaughtered or scattered. The eternal throne of David sits empty, and God's temple lies in ruins. What did all this mean about God? When we read through the prophetic books, books that give us God's perspective of the exile, before, during, and after, in those books we find different opinions of God's people about how all this came about. Some among Israel thought that God could just no longer be trusted. He could have stopped Babylon, but he didn't. God had given up on the entire project and simply left Israel to her fate. And so God's promises just don't really count for much. Others didn't doubt God's willingness to protect Israel, but his ability to protect Israel. Babylon, they worshipped other gods like Marduk, Nurgle, or Enlil. Well, maybe Babylon won because their gods were stronger than the God of Israel. But others came to the correct conclusion that Israel had been abandoned by God because they were faithless, and without God, they were too weak to withstand Babylon. Many would wonder if this would be the end of Israel. God's people wouldn't be able to recover after this death blow. But the book of Kings ends with a subtle message of hope. Starting in verse 27, we read that in the 37th year of the exile, Jehoiakim, king of Judah, in the 12th month on the 27th day of the month, evil Merodach, king of Babylon, in the year that he began to reign, graciously freed Jehoiakim, king of Judah, from prison. And he spoke kindly to him, and gave him a seat above the seats of the kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiakim, 
put off his prison garments, and every day of his life he dined regularly at the king's table. And for his allowance, a regular allowance was given him by the king according to his daily needs as long as he lived. Many years later, Israel is still in exile, but things are changing. Nebuchadnezzar is dead, and now his son reigns. Evil isn't a title by the name, it's just what this guy's name sounded like in Babylon. And this guy, Evil Merodach, he releases Jehoiakim, and the last descendant of David. He shows him grace. He feeds him. He even gives him a regular allowance. The exile isn't over, but things are getting better. And the seed of David, it might make another reappearance. If God could raise up David, he could raise up one of his sons. He gave Israel the promised land once, he could do so again. God didn't need a temple and could still be with his people without one. So 2 Kings 25 isn't the end of God's people. It's just a matter of discipline. Next week, we're going to start reading some of the prophetic material, where we get an inside look into the sins that led Israel into captivity and the message of hope that God gives to his exiled people.